Hello from CNN. I'm Chris DeBeau with the five things you need to know for Wednesday, October 25th. Today, House Republicans are taking to the floor to try to elect a speaker once again, after they selected Congressman Mike Johnson of Louisiana as their nominee last night. CNN's Lauren Fox is at the Capitol. Obviously, what happened yesterday in conference with Tom Emmer getting the nomination and then quickly dropping out after he could not secure the votes he needed. Mike Johnson emerging as the consensus candidate. But there still remains to be seen if the votes are going to be there on the House floor today. I wouldn't blame you if you had to Google who Mike Johnson is. Actually, Republican Senator Susan Collins said she was going to this morning because she didn't know who she might be working with. Johnson had been a vocal supporter of former President Donald Trump and was a key congressional figure in the failed efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Senior Republicans told CNN before the vote they're increasingly confident Johnson could secure the gavel on the first ballot. We'll have the very latest for you on how the floor vote turns out in the 5 p.m. edition or on CNN.com. The main UN agency working in Gaza said it will be forced to halt its operations later today due to a lack of fuel, exacerbating a grave humanitarian crisis. And when it comes to the potential ground offensive by Israel into Gaza, Israel's leaders seem to be signaling it's a matter of when, not if, despite U.S. military advisors urging the country to avoid a full-scale ground assault. Two sources familiar with intelligence shared with the U.S. gives us more insight into how Hamas was able to plan the October 7th terror attack for two years without Israel seeing it coming. CNN's Jim Shudo has more from Tel Aviv. What Hamas did is build a, not just a network of tunnels under Gaza, but hard landlines, phone lines that they used in there to communicate for some two years prior to this assault. Those landlines could not be intercepted by Israeli intelligence surveillance, which is highly capable. It's not unlike what Al-Qaeda, what bin Laden was forced to do after 9-11. Donald Trump is back in court today in New York, in the middle of what's been a pretty tough week for the former president who once again come face to face with his former attorney, Michael Cohen, as he continues to give evidence against Trump in a civil business fraud case. Cohen has directly implicated Trump for inflating the value of assets to impact his net worth. He isn't the only former ally causing problems for Trump this week. ABC News says his former White House chief of staff, Mark Meadows, has met with federal prosecutors multiple times and has received immunity to testify about attempts to overturn the 2020 election. ABC reports that Meadows told investigators he didn't believe the election was stolen and that Trump was being, quote, dishonest in claiming victory shortly after polls closed in 2020. Here's how Trump responded to that outside court today. I've spoken to Mark Meadows many, many times over the years, and uh, he strongly believed the election was rigged. Florida's crackdown on drag shows could end up in the hands of the U.S. Supreme Court. Back in June, a federal judge temporarily blocked the Protection of Children Act, which LGBTQ advocates say targets drag queen shows. That judge said the act likely violated free speech and due process protections and was unconstitutionally vague. It was originally challenged by a popular Orlando restaurant which hosts drag brunches and claimed it resulted in a loss of business. Florida's attorney general is now asking the Supreme Court to let the state continue to enforce the law and only let the restaurant that brought the case to continue its shows. The off-duty pilot accused of trying to shut down a plane's engine says he thought he was dreaming. That's next. The off-duty pilot accused of trying to shut down the engines of a plane mid-flight says he took magic mushrooms 48 hours before the incident and thought he was dreaming. That's according to court documents. And other files show that Joseph Emerson told investigators he'd been awake for 40 hours. 
He's facing dozens of charges, including 83 counts of attempted murder, after authorities say he tried to cut off fuel to the engines on an Alaska Airlines flight over the weekend. According to federal documents, Emerson said he believed he was dreaming, and pulling the handles of a fire extinguishing system would wake him up. But doing so turns off the aircraft's engines. All right, that's all for now. I'm Chris DeBeau, and our next episode drops at 5 p.m. Eastern. Till next time.